We've designed a duo podcast, a podcast from the perspective of two designers, Kaya and Rach. Kaya is a junior designer at the beginning of her journey within the industry, and Rach is a senior designer and art director with nearly a decade of experience running her own business. Stick with us as we document our highs and lows of designer life and the learnings we capture along the way. So Rach, tell us about your journey and how you became a senior designer and a business owner. Okay, so I started off um, going to uni and studying fine art which in Norwich, which I hated. Why? <laughs> so when they say fine art, it was like really, really fine art. I loved fine art, well, I loved art at school and A-levels and then got to uni and it was like a totally different kettle of fish. How? Like, what, what do you mean by that? So everyone was really, um, they had their own like, specific style and really out there concepts and like quite abstract. Not you then. <laughs> no, I just wanted to draw stuff and make stuff look pretty. So in hindsight now, looking back, I probably should have done graphics. But anyway, I left um, university and then... You got your degree though, right? Yes, yeah. Got a two on in art. Don't know how okay. I managed to get a two on, but got a two on. Um, so left there and then found a job as a designer, like a junior designer in this really small advertising agency in Essex. Did you enjoy it or not really? Yeah, for the most part, I loved it. I was like a team, a part or like a junior and part of a team three. So there was two senior designers, um, David and Johnny. I'm sure they don't mind me talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I le- literally learned so much from them. And then um, just in the end wanted to go off to the city and go up to London. What did you think of the city when you got there? At first, it's like big city, bright lights, right? So I was like, wow, all these shops, all these places to go for food. Um, and where I was went to work, they had all these cool things like massage Wednesdays and free fruit Mondays. And, and then you spent those money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like the salary which you think you're getting and all these perks and stuff soon wear off. And after like five, paying five grand to travel up there, and getting over it I got over it so very quickly um but yeah so went from junior designer in Essex to a junior designer role in London it was a role in a PR agency in Soho okay and how was that how did you find that was it quite different to the one in Essex yeah like way more intense so oh my god yeah um like we would we basically didn't have a minute where we weren't working um, my boss was very intense um, and like the whole team felt it so we were a team of four from the most part anyway um, but having said that like they had great clients so I got a chance to work with like PlayStation Sky um, EE what was your favourite project you worked on while you were there? Um, probably a PlayStation infographic it was for like their GT Sport Oh, did you it's... see it? did you get to see it live? what the infographic yeah well because it was a PR agency they used to brief us for design projects and then we would they would be used in like press um press releases and stuff so you might see it as like part of an article online but it wouldn't necessarily be like on their website or anything like that yeah but um yeah that's probably my favorite and my other favorite was a project for Sky which was you've seen this Kaya but like a a chocolate box oh I love that project (laughs) (laughs) 
And PR is quite fun because they develop like really cool concepts around like the products that they're promoting or something. So in order to just get press, basically. So they were promoting Sky box sets. So this chocolate box was meant to be a chocolate box that you use or like that you um, would eat watching box sets. And then they were all bespoke chocolates made by like, a chocolatier in London that were... Did just... you get to eat them? Uh, do you know what? I actually didn't. What? <laughs> because I had to draw these chocolates as like part of like one the little book that came in it. And because um, I sat and drew them for so long, well, it you was just like... just stared at them pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and then they got a bit manky because oh. I'd like... <laughs> I know. We were really disappointed. We were like one in three boxes, but ironically didn't get anything. How long were you there for and where did you go next? So I was there for three years. I started as a junior and then halfway through, or like a year and a half in, um, I became a midweight. So what is a midweight? So different places, um, or like wherever you work, different places will have different like definitions of what job roles are. Okay. But from my perspective, we started as a junior and then we became midweight. In that, in that job, actually, they were gunning for me to become just designer next and then senior designer was above that and then team lead was above that. So would that be normal? Would that be normal to go from a midway to just a designer then a senior? I don't think it's normal to go from midway to just a designer. I think stereotypically you'd go like junior, midway, senior and then okay. senior to art director and then gotcha. art director to creative director. Gotcha. Yeah. So I left as a midway, and then when I left, I decided to go freelance. So I was dipping my toe into a completely different world. So how long had you been in the graphics field before you became freelance? Like four years. So not very long. No, there is like arguments for like even juniors going into freelancing, and I am all for this. Like I get it though. Like I do, I do understand because I feel yeah. like when you work somewhere, you can almost get taken like people can take the mick out of you yeah and it ultimately depends obviously where you go like you say you were going to become a midway and then you were going to become just a designer yeah it's definitely. kind of like losing your status a bit isn't it yeah 100 percent. and i think it's different like if your agency side like it can it's notorious for being quite stressful but you get the good clients and then if you're in-house at um, any company it's kind of notorious for being a bit boring yeah, or a, a bit, bit tedious slow. all the time yeah so you're working on the same brand constantly um probably doing regular like same projects each month um so yeah i suppose it depends what kind of like pace you want if you want fast-paced stress then agency is <laughs> the life for you so how did you find freelance when you when you became a freelancer? Oh my god, I loved it. I think it's definitely suited more to some people than others. Um, obviously, you kind of have that like underlying like fear of where's your next job going to come from, where's your next paycheck going to come from. But my strategy for freelance was um, because I had that experience in Soho and stuff. I would go to recruitment agencies in London. And then they'd have like contacts for like job openings as they would for free for full time, um, for freelance positions. So off the back of that, um, I got had like a stint in Topshop for like a week. Um, worked at a pharmaceutical company for actually a year, which is really quite um like unheard of for freelance. That's like a really long term booking. 
But so what would you say is the normal like period of time you'd work for like work as a freelancer for a company? Like some positions are like sometimes only a couple of days. Yeah. And then you might get like three to four week bookings. Um, what's your what's your most common? Would you say? Well, I've been really lucky and had like long rolling bookings. So the pharmaceutical company was a year, which is crazy. Um, and I've actually been with another creative agency um, for like the last, oh, probably like two year, two and a bit years now, um, on a freelance basis as well. So that's another really long booking. So that's quite a lot of my freelance career. So where in your career are you now? Um, so this year has been about transitioning or developing my business from more of a freelancer perspective to a business owner. So with that comes less reliance on like recruitment agencies finding me day rate um, work within the city and more like building client relationships myself and having like clients on board with my company. Um, so how have you found that? How have you found building relationships with clients? Um, do you know what? I, like Touchwood, I feel really like incredibly lucky. A lot of my clients have come from like past relationships that I've had with people. So like girls I used to work with um, in my old job, they've got me on as like design suppliers. So I've got a couple of agencies and one like big corp in London, um, which has been amazing. And I've definitely done my stints of like networking on LinkedIn and also networking physically as well. So like. I think that's all quite new, like when you're starting your own business and like... It's like the, the foundations of the business, isn't it? It's kind of, you've, you've got to build from that, the scratch. Yeah, definitely. And I think what's really hard to get your head around is there's like no shortcut. So like a lot of these things are really slow burns, like those relationships that I had with, with those girls from the, where I used to work, like that was over like years of us like knowing yeah, each other. Yeah, and you'd never like imagine, I couldn't imagine you imagining that these people are going to carry you with them yeah to different companies bigger companies that are going to actually give you really big things yeah exactly but i think that shows like the importance of relationships and like i i remember being told when i first went freelance to like literally go to coffee with someone for no reason like don't <laughs> don't have these like that's old... why you took me to coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly when i met you um but no seriously like just literally saying hi and like keeping in contact with people and like one of the girls um i say girls but she was actually like super important and was cmo and she's one of the people that's like kind of brought me on with her wherever she's moved um i would like refer people her way like a girl that i used to work with i was like you would get on really well with this other girl that I met um I'm gonna let you two chat because I think you'll both like help each other so I, I, I don't know I think it's just about like having each other's backs like yeah sure. and also like it's so important to be like a people person and go out because networking is such a big thing 100%. and I think people underestimate the importance of networking and even just like being like oh do you want to go out for a drink do you want to go out for like dinner yeah. It's like silly things like that where you get together and you build trust and like a bond with somebody that you, you probably wouldn't have done otherwise. A hundred percent. And I kind of try and see it as more as like friends. Like your friends, like good friends will look after you and like it's less networking, like old, because I've been part of networking groups that feel like quite old manny. There's no need for that. Like, And also it's loyalty, isn't it? Like exactly. these people 
would rather come to you because you're their friend and they're loyal to you yeah. rather than just being somebody on their books. Like, you're, you're not just a name to them. Exactly. You're like, a friend. People buy from people and like, I so wholeheartedly believe that and it's been so true for me moving forward as well. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing with your business now? So, um, back in the summer, I put out a job ad, which is now your job. Yeah, I come in. <laughs> so I felt completely overwhelmed. I had um, like client work happening as well as like freelancer work on, on day rate. So I had visions of finding like a mini me, which is like... Literally me, I'm a mini wage. <laughs> yeah, which has come true, it's so weird. But anyway, had visions of mini me like seven years ago, just like someone eager to learn and like willing to like take up loads of information and um just become like my junior um so now we're we've gone from a one-man band to a two-man band yeah um and then so in theory we've grown 100 percent in the last year so if we can grow another 100 percent in the next year it'd be fabulous four-man band so i suppose in answer to your original question like the the goal is to just keep growing so like build our client base up maybe yeah. another two solid clients um and with that comes more people as well because we don't necessarily have loads of time on our hands at the moment no definitely not um so yeah just keep going really keep at it keeping at the grind i think we've hit our time for today but watch out for our next episode to hear all things design and if you haven't already hit the like button and subscribe you can find us on all podcast platforms, including Apple and Spotify, and make sure to follow us over on Instagram at designerduo.studio. Speak soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>